Coming up, teams are securing their spots in the playoffs in the final days of the regular season, but the Lakers not going to be one of them. This is Locked On Now NBA. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are Locked On Now. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Now NBA, local experts on the biggest stories on the hardwood. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. We got a whole bunch of games from last night. All our Locked On NBA hosts are here to recap them for you. We are going to start with the Suns who knocked the Lakers out of the playoffs in our biggest game. The biggest game. The Phoenix Suns beat the Lakers last night, and with the Laker loss and the Spurs getting a win, that eliminates LeBron and the Lakers from the playoffs and the play-in tournament. So, Locked On Suns and Lakers gives you all the info you need to know post-game. A great day in Phoenix. You can hear the crowd behind me as I'm uh, downstairs after a blowout victory over the Los Angeles Lakers by the Phoenix Suns. Brendan Clean here with Locked On Suns. And uh, it is booming in here. Double-digit blowout win. Fourth quarter, no starters are even playing on a night when not only did the Suns have a chance to clinch their franchise win record, but they also had the chance to do so against their longtime rival, the team that they dusted off the playoffs last year in the first round, a team that they have had a history with in the short time Chris Paul has been here the Lakers. Of course, it feels nicer, it feels more special, and it's at home, whereas the Suns had a chance to break this record twice and did not do so on the road. So, a look, we might as well have a parade in the streets here downtown tonight. Suns fans rejoicing, and it's on to the playoffs. That is really the next hurdle here. Record down, Lakers down, and that is about it. For more on these Suns, listen to Locked on Suns wherever you get podcasts. The Zany Kamenetsky co-host Locked on Lakers podcast and the Lakers lose 121-110 to the Suns in Phoenix and by virtue of this loss combined with San Antonio's win over Denver, the Lakers have been officially eliminated from play-in contention, which feels absolutely insane to say, but this is where we are, kids. Um, it was a competitive first half for the Lakers playing without LeBron James still Dealing with that problematic ankle, Anthony Davis, 21 points, 13 rebounds, a block and a steal, 28 for Russell Westbrook, 18 points for Austin Reeves off the bench. But the third quarter just completely got away from the Lakers. In particular, there was an onslaught from Devin Booker, and it did not take long for it to truly sink in that the Lakers were not going to pull out the miracle of miracles, and there was just no chance they were going to stave off elimination to put it mildly, there is a lot more to get into. So make sure that you're subscribing to Locked on Lakers YouTube channel and that you're making Locked on Lakers your first listen wherever you get your podcasts. The Magic stole a win from Cleveland just before the playoffs thanks to more big nights from their young stars that made the Orlando roster. Our Locked on Magic tells you how Orlando shocked the playoff-bound Caps. This is Philip Rosterreich, the host of Locked on Magic. My last game recap, pretty solid, pretty nothing much to say. This game recap, much happier, much more excited. The Orlando Magic defeat the Cleveland Cavaliers 120-115. to 115. And yes, this is a time of year where the Magic probably aren't helping themselves if they win. They did clinch 
best odds in the lottery anyway. But this is a game that saw the Magic's future on display. You know, yes, Mo Bamba had a big game, made five three-pointers in the first half, had six blocks. He was a big force defensive, made, made a big block late. But this game was about Markel Fultz and Jalen Suggs playing together at last. Back on the back in the starting lineup, Jalen Suggs playing his first game in 10 games. Um, he was a little bit limited for sure, but Markel Fultz took over this game in the third quarter. He scored 16 points in a season-high 24 minutes, uh, helps the Magic kind of keep pace throughout the game and then take control in the third quarter. He pulled out a penny spin move. I mean, what's not to love about that? Clearly, this is the Magic's backcourt of the future, or at least what they envision to be the backcourt of the future. And to see them finally play together in meaningful minutes and win their minutes, or at least win the game, at least when they left the game in the fourth quarter, was a really encouraging thing to see. They really started, they really were clearly beginning to learn how to work together and how to play off each other, which is, of course, a great sign for the Orlando Magic. This is a win you got to enjoy. Uh, there's only so many of them, and it might be the last one of the season, but this was a really nice win for Orlando and a really good showing for their future more than anything else. And Ignace Brostakis, but, you know, that's, that's neither here nor there. We'll have more coming up on Locked On Magic. Until then, this has been Philip Rosman-Reich. The Cavaliers lost a crucial one to a tanking team with playoff positioning on the line. Our Locked on Cavs host tells you how the impact of the loss is going to affect Cleveland's standing in the East. Hey, Chris Manning here from the Locked on Cavs podcast. After the Cavs just lost to the Orlando Magic, and what is a bad loss? There's no other way to spin this. There's no other way to talk about this game other than it was a bad loss for the Cavs who needed this one. With this loss, the Cavs are just a half game up on Atlanta in the playoff standings. It seems more and more likely that they're going to slide into the ninth or the 10th seed and have to navigate winning two games in the playing tournament to make the playoffs. Yes, they have injuries. Yes, you could cite a bunch of other excuses, but the Magic are bad, are tanking, and the Cavs lost and looked listless. They looked lack, lacking energy. They looked like a team that didn't really have motivation to win this game, quite frankly. And that gets you a loss. That gets you cost you a win you needed with very little time left to maybe sneak into the back end of the playoffs here. It's a bummer end of the season with the way it's heading, but injuries have taken a toll, all of that stuff. But overall, this is a bad loss, and the Cavs probably should have won this one. For more, Locked on Cavs wherever you get your podcasts. We now know all of the 10 playoff teams in the East, and we know the four teams that are going to be in the play-in tournament as well. Brooklyn will be one of them, but they moved into the eighth spot in the conference by winning last night while all of the other play-in teams Lost. Locked on Nets goes over how Brooklyn's playoff future got a big boost with the win. Doug Norrie, Locked on Nets, here coming at you on a night where everything actually broke Brooklyn's way. That has not been the theme this season. Far from it. On a season that has at times felt like it's off the rails, at times felt like some of their own doing, at times felt like bad luck. On tonight, Tuesday, things actually broke all in their favor. They beat the Rockets, so that's a big one. But then the other three play-in teams, Charlotte, uh, Atlanta, and uh, Cleveland, all lost. And now the Nets control their own destiny to move into the seventh seed. They have to win out. They have to win the final three games. But this was the first step in starting to secure a playoff berth that was starting to look a little bit tenuous. We're going to be breaking down the Houston game, talking about the way the Eastern Conference is shaking out, talking about the playing game as well on a night where things just really broke Brooklyn's way. We're going to talk about it all over on the Locked On Nets podcast. The Toronto Raptors guaranteed themselves that they won't have to be a part of that play-in tournament as they beat the Hawks last night. They are now guaranteed a top six seed in the East. Locked on Raptors looks ahead as to what Toronto did to get the win and what they're looking forward to in the first round. 
The Toronto Raptors are back in the NBA playoffs. Sean Woodley here from Locked On Raptors to break down the Toronto Raptors 118-108 win over the Atlanta Hawks in Toronto on Tuesday night to secure at least a top six finish for the Raptors in the East. As it stands right now at the time of recording, they will be in fifth by the end of the night with the Milwaukee Bucks beating up on the Bulls. And it really is just a testament to the quality of this franchise, the way it's run, that they were able to turn things around so quickly after a disaster year last season. Of course, you'll remember they played the entirety of the 2020-21 season in Tampa Bay. They had COVID problems. They had injury problems. They were in complete disarray. And this was after, at about the halfway point of last season, being right in the mix for a fourth or fifth seed in the Eastern Conference. Instead, things fell apart, and they ended up getting into the draft lottery where they jumped up to fourth, got Scotty Barnes. That's a stroke of luck right there. And they are right back to their old Raptors ways. Now their eighth time in the postseason in nine years. It just has been a remarkable season. And the guy who put the capper on this one for the Raptors was Pascal Siakam, who was a two-way dynamo against the Hawks, kind of exposing uh, against Trey Young exactly why two-way stars tend to be a little bit more useful when closing out games than one-way stars. Siakam made incredible defensive plays. He scored 29 points in the first three quarters. And in the fourth quarter with DeAndre Hunter switched on to him, he ended up just going into playmaker mode. And the guys alongside him, Fred Van Vliet, Gary Trent Jr., Scotty Barnes, Precious Achua and the like, filled in wonderfully and got the Raptors over the finish line. This team now goes into the postseason as a team nobody ahead of them wants to play in the first round. We'll have to wait and see who they get drawn with in a potential 4-5 or 3-6 series. I'll have more from this game broken down on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Raptors as we talk about the playoff-bound Toronto Raptors. That sounds good, doesn't it? On tomorrow's episode, be sure to tune in. Coming up, Joel Embiid takes over against the Pacers and the tanking Thunder win anyway. This is Locked On Now NBA. This edition of Locked On Now is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one spot for all of your online sports betting needs. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and this is Masters Week, so you definitely want to check in with them. Odds, props, whatever you want to bet on, they have you covered. Just head over to betonline.net. Welcome back to Locked On Now NBA. I'm Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Joel Embiid silenced the Indiana fans with last night's biggest performance. The best performance. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Philly got a huge performance out of Embiid as he tries to make one final push for that MVP award. It was more than enough to beat the Pacers in Indiana. Locked On Pacers has a recap for you. Pacers lose to the 76ers in their final home game of the season, 131-122, to the final score in that game. And look, the Pacers are happy to lose at this point in the season, so they're not going to care too much about the loss. But they really did play well for about 40 minutes of this game. If you just tally up the first quarter, third quarter, and fourth quarter of this game, the Pacers actually win those by 12, if you combine those three frames. But the second quarter, the Pacers give up 49 points in that frame, get totally smoked on their way to the last. Joel Embiid was unbelievable. 45 points, 13 rebounds in this game. And DeAndre Jordan, the, the Sixers' backup center, actually got ejected early in the fourth quarter, which forced the Sixers to sub Embiid back in, and then they coast to the win. It almost feels like that was the turning point in the game that actually hurt the Pacers. But they'll take the loss. They re remain in fifth in the inverse standings. Only one win separates them and OKC, who's in fourth now. 
They only have two games left this weekend. Pacers tank is on. It keeps rolling, even though they got good contributions from Tyrese Halberton and Buddy Heald and TJ McConnell turned return for the Pacers. We'll break that all down and more on Lockdown Pacers. The Milwaukee Bucks looked more than ready to start their title defense in Chicago last night. They dominated the Bulls. Locked on Bucks has the box score postgame. What's up, everyone? Kane Pittman here from Locked On Bucks. As Milwaukee blowout, the Chicago Bulls 127 to 106 continues the domination against the Bulls in recent times. And they did it through size. The Bucks were physically dominant against the Bulls team that really had no answer on the defensive end. Chris Middleton and Giannis both in foul trouble for a lot of this night, particularly Giannis, who only played 24 minutes in this game, but it didn't matter because you got 28 points and seven rebounds from Brooke Lopez, who again did his work inside. It was a virtual layup line from this Bulls defense. Brooke Lopez rumbling to the basket. He was able to score at will. And for the Bucs, it's another win. They continue to fine tune on the way to the postseason. This win keeps them in the mix for potentially the two seed. Uh, we'll see where all this plays out. But for now, the Bucs took care of business. An easy win in Chicago, and they'll move on. We're going to break it down. Uh, on Locked On Bucks on the post-game show. Join us wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. The Oklahoma City Thunder apparently don't understand how to tank. With their starters out, they still got a win over the Trailblazers at home last night. Locked On Thunder has some mixed feelings after a win that really doesn't mean that much, and it really hurts the Thunder's lottery position. The Oklahoma City Thunder go to the extremes of tanking, but still find a way to win. I'm Relan Styles, host of the Lockdown Thunder podcast, and the Thunder bench, Alexei Pokashevsky, Trey Mann, Aaron Wiggins, and they still are able to win this game, including sitting out rookie Jeremiah Robinson Earl. The Thunder just can't tank properly. They can't lose games. They have too good of a culture, and they go after every win, and they could not outmaneuver Portland in this tank battle. What does it mean for the rest of the season, and are the Thunder in danger of slipping out of fourth place in the Tankathon standings. Find out on today's Locked On Thunder podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. The Utah Jazz won on Tuesday and clinched a spot in the top six of the Western Conference, so now they won't have to deal with that play-in tournament. Locked On Jazz recaps the win. Utah Jazz are heading back to the playoffs after a overtime win over the Memphis Grizzlies tonight. David Locke of Locked On Jazz. The Memphis Grizzlies are great at three things. They lead the NBA in transition points. They lead the NBA in offensive rebounding, and they lead the league in points in the paint. And the Jazz stymied Memphis in all categories. Memphis, who gets 33% of their offensive rebounds, only got 17% of their offensive rebounds in this game. In fact, the Jazz had more offensive rebounds than the Grizzlies. The Jazz dominated the paint with Rudy Gobert and Hassan Whiteside having monster nights. Memphis shot just 10 of 19 at the rim and just 22 of 58 in the paint tonight. And Rudy Gobert finished with 22 points and 21 rebounds, while Hassan Whiteside had 14 points and 10 rebounds. The two combined for five block shots. And finally, the Jazz did a good job slowing down transition. And that's what got the Jazz the win and back in the playoffs. For more, go to Locked on Jazz. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Now NBA. Thank you so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you check out Locked On NBA and, of course, your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Now.